Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiya, Bab. Hello there. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Very good. Thank you for asking. Welcome, everybody, to Bearback, the podcast where we navigate our lives together as a bear couple. And explore the quirks of our respective cultures. I'm Ben, and if you don't know, I'm British. And I'm Benja, and if I haven't said it a million times, I'll say it a million and one. I'm Argentinian. And this week, well, we might have come out of the closet years ago, but we're giving it a good clear out and finding out what random stashes of booze is at the back of our cupboard. So basically, you're going to listen to us getting absolutely wasted. It's our drunk special. Yeah, drunk special. <laughs> Yay! Bareback plus alcohol. What could possibly go wrong? We just need to find out. We certainly do. Right, what have we been up to this week? Well, it was your birthday. Yes, it was. I was hoping you were going to mention that. Yeah, why wouldn't I mention that? Again, happy birthday. Thanks so much. Yeah, I had a lovely time. Lots of, um, well, I went out with work. I went out with friends and we did family time. It was just amazing. So basically, a lot of food, a lot of booze, and another freaking railway museum. Uh, I think you'll find it was an industrial heritage museum. Did we get into a steam train, or did we not get in, uh, onto a steam train? <laughs> they had a narrow-gauge railway that went round the back. It was Abbey Pumping Station. Shout out to Leicester Museums there. And you also uh, got into the lamest train ride ever. Which one? The small little one that just did a straight... Back and forth. Well, I didn't go on it. My niece went on it with my brother. Oh, I thought you went on it. No, I didn't go on it. It was literally like 20 meters. But I think they were building something that was going to be larger. So next time we go, we'll get to see the full miniature railway going around the side. One train you didn't get on. (laughs) But we finished off my birthday week, if you like, Mm -hmm. with a visit to Sophie Ellis Baxter's Kitchen Disco, which was incredible. To be fair, it was really, really good. It has to be said, Sophie Ellis Baxter in Argentina, one hit wonder with murder on the dance floor. Obviously here at National Treasure, she was on Strictly Come Dancing. The Mass Singer. The Mass Singer, yeah. Spoiler alert there if people have not seen it. <laughs> she was the alien. And I think it was series one, so we're probably in safe territory there. I mean, it's been a while. She's had loads of hits. She did If This Ain't Love, um, Groove Jet, obviously, with Spiller. She's recorded some fantastic hits, Murder on the Dance Floor, Take Me Home. She covered the Share classic as well. And for us, and I think we've spoken about this on the podcast before, during lockdown... She and her husband, who is also a musician, basically put on a kitchen disco. So they did a disco live from their kitchen. She sang live every week. And she has like 11 million children. So all of the children are there. Yeah, they're all running around. It's all chaos. But it's just absolutely, it was just heartwarming. And it was just something that we look forward to. We never actually watched it live because it was usually on a Friday evening. And we were getting drunk. (laughs) At home in lockdown. So we usually watched it on a Saturday morning. But she's now taking it out on the road. The kitchen disco has gone nationwide 
and the kids weren't there, but everything else was there. She even had like a little cocktail bar. There was, I, I don't want to spoil it if people yeah, are going exactly. to see the tour. It was br- absolutely brilliant. It was really good. And, you know, we've gone through the pandemic and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's a bit rubbish at the minute with everything that's happening around the world, but it was just the tonic to sing, dance, and be together. Like, it was just amazing. Yeah. And for every Argentinian listening, it just matter on the dance floor plus other songs. <laughs> So welcome to our Marie Kondo day, with a twist. (laughs) Marie Kondo, I've never seen her programme, but I don't think she gets pissed on her programme. Well, probably not, but it's all about decluttering, isn't it? Yeah. So basically, this is half an episode of the podcast and half us just cleaning the house. Basically, it's come to realise that we have crap loads of bottles of drinks open... And realistically, it's time for a cleanse. But I think this is common throughout the world. I think most people have a cabinet, a cupboard, an area of their house where they store all those kind of random spirits and beverages that they pick up on their travels or people gift to them and they kind of get them out now and again, but they kind of store them away and they gather dust and no one really knows what to do with them. Yeah, so the difference here is that because we're cleansing, I mean, we're cleansing the kitchen, not ourselves, we're going to get hammered. Um, Because we're cleansing, but at the same time I'm cheap. (laughs) Because we don't want to waste anything. Exactly, I'm not going to waste anything, I'm not going to throw it away. So basically, I've gathered all of these open bottles that we have, and we're going to drink them. Okay. Oh, right, I thought we were just going to do like little tiny... Five mil shots or something. We're going to do a taster because uh, realistically, I mean, that's the part of that we do the episode of the podcast. So that's the part where we do a tasting, where we explain a little bit about what we're drinking, (laughs) see how drunk we get by the end of this episode. And then after, you know, the microphones are off, we'll just finish drinking them. Okay. I'm not throwing anything. Okay. But I don't want these bottles in my house anymore. I mean, I feel like I need like some toast now. To just build up my... Yeah, to be fair, we probably should have eaten something. And the thing is, is we don't have anything in the fridge too uh, greasy. You know, I kind of feel like after the, after this, I'm going to need like a very greasy takeaway. We've got some mini cheddars. Yeah, that's not really greasy, is it? <laughs> We've got some nice bread. I kind of feel like I need something really greasy, you know, like um, <laughs> a, a bacon sandwich with seven rashes of bacon. I love how you're already thinking kind of like the food at the end of the night already before you've yeah. even started drinking. I know. I kind of wish I had made pizza. I know. You know that I like my pizza when I'm drunk. I know. I know. Well, you haven't. So we're just going to have to wing it. We'll wing it. And we'll have to drink a little bit on an empty stomach. So we have some packets of crisps. So we can start <laughs> with that whilst, whilst we drink, don't we? But we have the vegetable crisps. Oh, so it's a classy drinking session. They kind of give me the impression that they're healthier. Don't get me wrong, they're still fried vegetables, but... Those vegetable crisps, when you see them in the bowl, yeah. they look a little bit like potpourri. I know, and you know what the thing is? I have a very, very strong tendency to get the... Um, beetroot? Beetroot, exactly. I, I love the beetroot crisps. And it's the ones that they have the least of. Well, they saw you come in, Bab. I know. Anyway, what are we going to start with? So, oh, I don't know. This is exciting. Do you want to start? I mean, we're going to go 
all the way. We're not talking about sort of light beers, you know. We're talking about this is... Oh, this is hard liquor. This is hard yeah, liquor that we are about to consume. Now, I just need to say before we start, Ben and Ben here, we are of the age of drinking in the UK. In fact, probably in every country in the world because we're both nearer to 40 than we are nearer to 21 I mean. and 18. And we are at home. We are not driving anywhere for the rest of the day. We're doing this responsibly yeah. and, you know, we don't drink or drive or anything like that. I, I just feel like I need to say that at the start. Oh, do we need to do like another disclaimer? Like, Please don't do this at home. I, I, I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, don't do it anywhere else. That's the point. Is don't do it. Don't repeat what we're doing. I mean, I kind of feel like if people are tuning into this podcast for sage advice, they are listening to the wrong podcast. So, but we've done our due diligence. Let's move on and let's have our first drink. Shall we start with an easy one? We have like a little bit of a bottom of a vodka bottle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love how you like, should we start with an easy one? And you're talking about a bottom. Um, yes, let's, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting smutty already. I know. <laughs> go on, pour me a glass. Okay, here we go. We have a shot of vodka. And it's probably worth saying, I want to take the opportunity as well to take all of these drinks neat. And I'll explain why. We always have a lot of these drinks, like, with mixers, with other things, so you don't really taste them pure, raw. So we're going to have all of them without anything else. It's just going to be a shot of each one of them. Shall we go for the vodka? Yeah. I, you sounded a little bit hesitant. Well, I kind of know what this is going to taste like, so I feel like yeah. this is a bit of a... It's cleansing. It's Marie Kondo. Okay. I'm not a drinks expert, so I don't know what I need to be commenting on. It's a potato. Like it's, it smells like it's it, it's what? Isn't vodka like made from potatoes? Is it still made from potatoes? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So. And it smells like paint stripper. Lovely. I'm also getting elements of nail varnish remover. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. So, are you a fan of vodka? Uh, am I a fan of vodka? No, not really. I mean, I think when I was sort of. 1819 we used to go to a lot of these they, they don't really do them anymore but they used to do like all you can drink nightclubs where you mm-hmm. pay like 10 pounds i mean can you believe that and you can drink as much as you want and obviously we'd all want to drink vodka because you get drunk quickly with a mixer but it was like it was really rank vodka like it was the cheapest oh, yeah. vodka in the world you know it was probably distilled out the back do you know what i mean well it's like that drink that i used to drink back in argentina remember when i told you that we used to drink um, we used to go to a bar and we were at this age we were about 13 or 14 by the way again don't do this at home and we used to go to a bar that would serve minors illegally of course and we would have a drink that was called a seventh regiment now <laughs> the seventh regiment was served in a nice bucket okay and it was comprised of seven spirits. Oh my goodness. But if you can imagine, something that can be afforded by a group of 14-year-olds... It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. So it was seven spirits all mixed together in what? a nice bucket. And it would have been, again, uh, probably some of them was just pure alcohol, I would presume. Not even an actual drink. <laughs> like just ethanol just pumped into your body. A little bit. <laughs> but going back to it, see, I'm not a fan of vodka either. It's not one of, you know how it became very popular in the US to drink like vodka neat in like the West Coast. It was that the thing to do in the 2010s. And now I never really got into it, but let's go for it. We know this one. (laughs) 
but see, it's not as bad as I think. It's not a taste. It's not as strong as I think it's going to be. I don't know about you, but my... Well, speak for yourself, because my f- mouth is on fire. No, no, I don't think... I, I think you're being a little bit... Oof. Oh, I feel like I need a glass of Ribena or something to take the edge off. Do you want a glass of Ribena, bud? Maybe in a bit. I'll keep it on reserve. Okay. Okay, so what do we go on to next? I don't know, something less tangy. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that sensation. Shall we go for something a little bit sweeter? Yes, that would be lovely. Yeah. Okay. That so... would be really nice. So what we're going to have then is Soberano Brandy. That is not sweet. Well, it's a little bit sweeter, but it's going to burn my mouth well, as well. Well, everything's going to burn your mouth. But let me read to you what I had about the taste of Soberano. To the nose, toffee and caramel aromas with, oh, some, nice. with some spicy prickle. What's prickle? A prickle? Yeah, B-R-I-C-K-L-E. What if something's prickly? It's like, you know, like the thorns on a rose. That's like prickly. Okay. So that basically means it's going to burn my throat. Yeah. (laughs) And some dusty nodes. Oh dear. Dusty. (laughs) Sounds like it needs a good wash. And whiffs of vanilla. (laughs) To be fair, I just like the word whiff. Yeah. Well, we've all smelt your whiffs, Bab. Mm-hmm. Sexy. Musky. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Not when you rolled over at three o'clock this morning, it wasn't. To the mouth. I love how he's ignoring that. Yeah, I know. Rather, th- <laughs> rather thin and alcoholic and sweeter than expected. Okay, right. Well, you know, I'm expecting it not to be sweeter, so hopefully it will be sweet. Okay, shall we go for Sobedano then? Now, while you were pouring the brandy, I was like, what's brandy made from? Apparently it's made from distilled fruit mash, which makes it sound even more disgusting than it is. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Shall we see if it's as sweet? Where do you do you get the whiffs of vanilla? Smell it. No, again, I just get. Yeah, you can get something through the alcohol. It smells like a burning tire. <laughs> oh, that's rank. Don't you get toffee? The whiff of vanilla. No, I just get the whiff of stale fruit. I mean, you were saying stale fruit just because you read that it was made of stale fruit. Mm. Okay, let's drink it. Drink, drink. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Are we even... You're not toasting. What the hell is wrong with you? We toast. <sighs> okay, toast. Toast to toast. Yeah, I really want some toast now. <laughs> that is... First of all, you are making massive shots. Oh, actually, do you know what? I got a bit of the toffee then. Yeah. That was nice. I mean, my mouth is burning. You know, we're at 100 degrees, but I did get a bit of toffee. You did get a little bit of toffee. Mm. That was nice. I wonder if people put brandy in ice cream. I think it would be quite nice in a bit of ice cream. Yeah. You know what the thing is? For me, like, the best thing about brandy is you take a cigar. Where are we going with this? Not Clinton style. Okay. So, when you're smoking a cigar, you just dip the tip in brandy and have a puff oh. with it. Oh, that's amazing. Is that how you like to have a puff? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just dip it in brandy and that's how you have a puff. Well, I can't say I haven't been there before. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. I, I think, feel like it was going to be worse than... Goodness knows why we've got brandy in our cupboard, but anyway. I can tell you why. It's because for my last birthday, I bought a few... When c- you were 65. <laughs> Bitch. 
I bought some cigars mm-hmm. and we shared it with the neighbors. We were sitting outside having a barbecue on the street. That's what you do. And I got some cigars and one of our neighbors brought some brandy because I said about this exact same thing that I just oh. told you. And, and then you dip, it was, dipped it in the brandy and had a puff. Yeah, but then because it was just then, um, you, know, you can see it's almost empty. And basically he said, well, I'll keep it. And he had another bottle, full bottle, so I just kept it. So the next beverage we are about to indulge in is Pisco, which I brought back from Peru. This was before we met. So that uh, tells you how old this is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, do spirits have a sell-by day? I don't know how these things work. Okay, so what we should be tasting, because I've searched it from these particular Pisco, is it starts sweet and grapey. Okay. Which, I mean, the clue's in the question because it is made from grapes. Yeah. I think technically Pisco is a brandy as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like South American brandy, isn't it? And that gets spicier, peppery and earthy. And fact fans, it was developed by the Spanish settlers in Peru because it was an alternative to what they had back in Spain. But it uses obviously domestically grown fruit. There you are. Oh. And normally you have it in the Pisco Sour, you know, the cocktail. Yeah. Right, okay. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, salute. What do we say in Spanish? Salud. Salud. Remember? Salud. <laughs> salud with a D. Not ah, with salud. A salud. Salud. Who says salud? I don't know. Another. Somewhere another language. Right, go okay. for it. Go. Oh. <coughs> I was going to no. say, actually, that went down quite well for me, but you... You look like you're about to cry. Yeah, it's a little bit stronger than what I thought. I could definitely feel the peppery. It's nice. Don't get me wrong, it's nice. Well, I can feel the fruit. I feel like that's probably one of my five a day. Mm, well, to be fair, that's probably... <laughs> depends how much you drink. Well, I had a good shot, whatever you gave me. Well, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right. And I, I enjoyed that. Peppery, I, I like the peppery even bit of it. Next. Oh, that's a very satisfying sound. Yeah, but I think I'm going to be disappointed by the drink, though. So now we're going to have Kendall Mint Cake Liqueur with chocolate. So Kendall Mint Cake is obviously a very highly sugary snack that was favoured by walkers in the Lake District in England. And it's made in Kendall. It's not really a cake, it's just pure sugar. But it's the kind of thing that you bring back for friends and family when you go and visit the Lake District. But this is, I mean, this is the green. It's like... Pure apple green colour. I mean, it it doesn't look natural at all. No, it looks like Superman's kryptonite. Yes, yes, in liquid form. In liquid form. So this is going to taste like Kendall Mint Cake with chocolate. Uh, It smells like Kendall Mint Cake and chocolate. I just want to get... I'm living for this. I'm excited. I'm not. You know I don't really like my alcohol to be sweet. I'm going to... Let's go for it. Cheers. Nice. I liked that. I feel like I've just drank... An after eight. Yes, an after eight chocolate, which for those of you who are not from England or the UK or wherever, after after eight... eight, You know, if you wanted to say that after eight is a global thing, I would probably agree with that. Is it? I mean, in which airport can you not buy after eight? Well, it's like a really thin mint covered in chocolate, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's what kind of mint cake is really, but yeah, I'm down for that. In fact... I'm looking forward to finishing that bottle after Mm. the recording. So for our next drink, we're going back to South America. To Brazil, more specifically. Uh Uh-huh. And we're having cachaça. Cachaça. 
And I, to be fair, I don't speak Portuguese, so I don't know what the right pronunciation of it is. I uh, just call it cachaça. Okay. And it's made from sugar, is that right? Uh, I think it's sugar cane, isn't it? Yeah. And you traditionally have it as the main ingredient for a caipirinha. Yeah, you can have caipirinha or caipirosca. Don't ask me what the difference is, but there is a difference. I imagine caipirosca has got vodka in. I would suppose so. Mm. But again, I've, you know what? That's the thing. I've never had cachaça by itself. No, me neither. I want to have a go at it. Okay. Cheers. Let's go for cachaça. Uh, obrigado. <laughs> Okay, so that really got stuck in my nose. Did you feel it in your nose rather than yeah. in your throat? But it's, it's both milder and stronger than what I thought it would be. I don't know how to explain it. It's milder than it would be. It doesn't burn my mouth. No. But at the same time, it's not a light flavour. Are you getting a mushroom aftertaste? Yeah, kind of. There's something fungus about it. Fungi. (laughs) You're a fungi. Do you think it's um, because it's been in the garage for about five years? Do you think that it's just gone off rather? It's alcohol. It can go go off, can it? I don't know. I've I've no idea. We're not experts. We're just drinking. Okay, so let's do a check. So we've had about, what, four or five drinks now? Yeah. How are you feeling? Um... (laughs) Well, it's really funny. It's really no. It's really funny when you said that because I was like, actually, I feel fine. But then I just kind of looked up and I looked out of the window, and I was like, I don't know. Everything outside looks a bit blurry. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know how to. Sorry, I I don't really know how to describe myself right now. Tipsy. Um, See, for example, at the moment, I don't feel tipsy at all. I don't feel like... You don't look tipsy. I don't feel like I'm in a, an alcoholic state whatsoever. No, no. I mean, you'll get... To be fair, I'm sat down. You're the one who's getting up and bringing over the, the bottles and stuff. So yeah. maybe I need to have a little walk around the kitchen. Oh, or maybe you just need to look at me whilst I get up and see if I fall down on the floor. Well, you're fine. Up. You're fine. Right. I think let's... What, what have we got... <laughs> <laughs> What's let's? I want to go for another one that I haven't tried on its own, but I drink very much. Okay. Okay, this is another one that I always have in drinks, but I've never had in itself. Aperol. Mm. Oh yeah. We love an Aperol spritz. We do. What Kate doesn't? Exactly. In fact, what any person doesn't? They should. Do you remember when we had those really nice ones in that square in Venice? Oh, I was thinking about when we went to the Aperol Masterclass, remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got so drunk that day. I know. So, we went to a winery that was offering an Aperol Masterclass, and there was basically an Aperol representative who, funny enough, he was Polish, wasn't he? Mm, he was Eastern no, European. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and he was really, really good. He was really hot as well. What's relevant about the fact that he's from Eastern Europe? Oh, because you thought he was going to be Italian? Yeah, I thought that because he, he worked for Aperol. Yeah, I exactly. see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really hot. But he lived in Italy. He spoke Italian. Don't know. Oh, I can't remember. I remember him. I don't oh, remember anything. You always that came out of remember the hot ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, come of on. Um, okay, yeah. I'm anyway. losing the world to live here. Yeah. So <laughs> we went to this Aperol Masterclass and he showed us the different uh, measures, how to make an Aperol spritz. And he had remembered that the three sided um, measurements. From Aperol to do an Aperol spritz. Do you remember that one? That had like the small bit for the Aperol, the larger one for the um, Prosecco, and then the larger one for the soda water. Prosecco. 
Yeah, I remember it all. It's one of those things where I afterwards I regret being nice because I really wanted one and I didn't ask for one and I didn't nick one. Mm. But now I really regret that we don't have. Well, one. you know, you've got to live with that for the rest of your life. I know. Anyway, let's go for it, shall we? That was nicer than what I thought it would be. Who knew that pure Aperol was so... I mean, it's literally like drinking... It's really sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a really concentrated blood orange juice, isn't it? I don't know the taste of blood orange, but yeah, let's go with it. Well, I do, because I'm sophisticated. You're sophisticated. (laughs) You're first world. First world. That's a hit from me. That's definitely a hit. I love that neat. Yeah, no, I really liked it. It's Again, I thought it was going to be more like Campari, you know? I thought it was going to be, like, really, really bitter. No, mm. man. No, man. Really sweet. Ooh, that's one. That one's a go. Arriba, arriba, arriba. <laughs> andale, andale. Can I think of any more Mexican References. cliches? I have Mexican friends. Oh, it's all right for some, isn't it? And we always kind of tease each other. Okay. And they uh, and they try and they kind of say Argentinian thing like "che boludo," and they and they say with Mexican accent, of course. And I just say "oye why, oye bato, oye bato." Oh well, of course I'm fluent in Spanish, so I understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But yeah. <laughs> so this is a special one for me. To be fair, I it is very said. special. It's very special. So this is a Don Julio seventy. Very special. Okay. Right. I mean, you, are you that drunk? No. It's very special. Okay. It's very special. So this is a Don Julio setenta. Don Julio seventy. Who's Don Julio? So Don Julio is the guy who made the tequila. Is he still with us? Uh, I don't know actually if he's still with us. I don't think so because setenta. This one that we have, it commemorates the 70th anniversary of him starting to make tequila. Okay. So he started making tequila, like, for him and his friends, and then it became, like, a global phenomenon. A bit like, um, <laughs> what's that actor called <laughs> that makes his own tequila? I know that someone makes their own gin, you know. He's in Up in the Air. I haven't seen Up in the Air. He's married to a lawyer, a human rights lawyer. George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney makes his own tequila, doesn't he? Oh, I didn't know. I think Matt Damon does as well. Anyway, sorry. I interrupted anyway, you. Matt Carry Damon on. married to an Argentinian, by the I way. I know. All the, everything points back to Argentina. All roads lead to Rosario. I know. But again, this one is really special. Not because of the tequila itself. Because mm. when and how I got it. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because right. I'm enjoying the story. Okay. So, I went to work in Mexico. You did, yeah. Yeah. Um, before I went to Torreón, which was the town that I was going to be working. Isn't that uh, a nougat? What? Isn't that like a, you know, like a nugget? You know, like the sweet? No. What's that called? I, I have Torron. no idea. Turrón. Turrón. Mm. Yeah, no, different thing. Okay. Turrón is like a nougat, yeah. Yeah. But what I did is I travelled on the Friday... And I spent a couple of days with one of my cousins who lives in Mexico City. Now, I didn't get to know anything about Mexico City because I just went to see my cousin and his family. I hadn't seen him in years. I really love my cousin. I really admire my cousin. He is very, he's a very successful guy. He's a very happy guy. And again, I have all of my admiration uh, for him and his accomplishments in life, whether that's work, whether he's his two amazing children. His two boys are amazing. I love them. And basically, we went out for dinner, and we went out just to get some things for um, uh, for the house. 
and we bought this tequila and he really recommended it. So I can drinking this tequila, it reminds me of my cousin. Oh. But I also I researched what it's supposed to taste like. So let's have a look. So Don Julio seventy to the palate because you know you know that it, it talks to the mouth when it's gonna like have us. When it's high end it talks to the palate. It enters the mouth silky and round with notes of vanilla, cooked tropical fruit and white pepper. Mm-hmm. Meat palate. It is meat Meat palate. Meat. Oh mid like moyen. No, like middle. Yeah, it's more in front. So, meat palate, it is medium to full-bodied with spice, toasted oak, and dusty sugar. The finish is easy and elegant, with hints of white pepper, tobacco, nut, and a very soft, wet oak. Well, I've just had a whiff, and to me, it just smells like the end of the night when somebody's like let's get tequila well let's see how many of these things you can taste so let's remember to the palate silky and round with notes of vanilla cooked tropical fruits and white pepper meat palate medium to full bodied with spice toasted oak and dusty sugar finishes easy and elegant with hints of white pepper tobacco nut and very soft wet oak cheers bob Yeah, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> what did you get? Um, booze. Do you get it in your nose as well? Like a little bit of the strong... Oh! Oh my gosh. What? I just got a bit of vanilla in my nose. Told you. I'm not even joking. Like, I've got the vanilla. Yeah, it's like an after smell, isn't it? Oh my gosh! It's like... I don't know, it's like I've got a bit of ice cream in my nose. I really could taste the pepper. No. And I could really taste, like, the nutty. No. But I got the vanilla. Yeah, I really like this tequila. See, if someone told me vodka versus tequila, I will always go with tequila. Well, thank you very much to Don Helio. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, Fun fact, you know the ones with the warm in the bottle that you can drink? Those are not tequila. (gasps) What? Mind blown. So the ones that have the warm are mezcal. It's a different drink. It's not tequila. It's not tequila. What's the difference between tequila and mezcal? I have no idea, other than well, the one. Well, I mean, this is just rubbish. People are, people are sat there on their tenterhooks. Well, they can Google. I mean, we've had, what, about six, seven shots now? So they can Google, and we can continue drinking. Sorry, Marie Kondo cleansing. Next drink, please. In true random stuff that we found in the cupboard form, this is something that I brought back from Moldova. When I went on holiday <laughs> a few years ago, I had a fantastic time in Moldova. I also went over to Ukraine as well. I spent a bit of time in Odessa. And this was recommended as one of the things that you must bring home. It's kind of medicinal. People have put it in drinks if they're not feeling too well. It's the local delicacy. I mean, Moldova has amazing things. Thing. Um, that, that's how you well, they have it. a lot of wine there. During the Soviet Union, they kept a lot of the wine that was banned. They kept it, and I went. I drove into this vineyard. Well, it wasn't a vineyard; it was like a wine store, and it was so big that we drove around it, and it was all underground. And there was this secret room where, you know, they kept the finest wines that the Soviet Union wouldn't let them have, and all this kind of stuff. But this is—I I don't know how to pronounce it. 
It's knuckle the owl. Yeah, it's made from a nut. Is it more nuts? It looks like a golden... It's made from a nut. Like a golden It's nut. a nut. Okay. It's a balsam made from a nut. Okay. Can I read to you what I... You do you, Bab. You do you. <laughs> Yes. I'm just. How I'm are just you so drunk so quickly. I'm not drunk. I'm <laughs> just having a nice time. <laughs> yeah, you're having a nice time. Okay, so Nokul Diao. If someone can tell us how to properly pronounce that. If you're name. from Moldova, please message us now. Yeah. It says it's barebackpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> it says it's a healing drink. I told you it was medicinal. Enriched with a mixture of aromas of infusions of... There's a lot of off there. It's enriched with a mixture of aromas of infusions of herbs. Roots, fruits, various oils. Roots, fruits, whoop, whoop. Various oils. And the main ingredient, the infusion of walnut. With, I told you it was walnuts. The infusion with of walnut with iodine. Iodine? How do you say that in iodine. English? Iodine. Iodine well, content. Iodine. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. At iodine. this late stage. Well, but the thing is, if it has iodine, you know it's good for your teeth. Is iodine good for your teeth? Yeah, it's good for your teeth. Oh, okay. Oh, is that fluoride? No, that's no, fluoride. No, that's fluoride, Bob. Oh. Yeah, because that, that's what Seven Trent put in the water. Iodine That's is why people in the Midlands have the best teeth. Iodine is what they get injected in you when you... You know when you have to have, like, a contrast CT? Yeah, we used to use it in science lessons at school. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here we have it. Iodine. So... It's easily assimilated. Okay, that's good. But it's these ecologically pure natural additives give the balm a specific brown colour. Yeah, we can check. It's brown. Mm, it is brown. A complex... Yeah, it, it looks like... You know when, you've wee, when you have a wee and you've not drank enough water? I mean, how dehydrated you are for your wee to be this colour? It's like diluted coke, isn't it? I know. That's what I mean. How dehydrated mm. you have to be? You're almost well, dead. Well, <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> On those long hot summers, Bab. <laughs> There's okay. long hot summers. Anyway, it gives the brown colour. Brown colour. A complex range of <laughs> taste nuances and a sophisticated and harmonious aroma. Oh, sophisticated, harmonious. Aroma. So aroma. What do you aroma. It smells nutty, doesn't it? It does smell nutty. It smells like a nutty chocolate bar, like a Snickers. Or it smells nutty. It smells like you know your like ball- a topic or your balls when you haven't showered for a night. Uh, excuse me, this is a family show. Nutty, <laughs> you're nuts. Mm. It was a joke. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing on the inside. Right, three, two, okay. one. <sighs> oh, that is. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Whoa. no, no, oh, no. I love you, Moldova. I love you with all my heart. But that, that is, that is something else. You know what? There's a sweet thing to it. I have to admit that the sweetness of it makes it a little bit not as bad. But, oh God, my eyes are watering. I feel like somebody has put a little grenade inside the walnut and it's just exploded in my trachea. Yeah, and the thing, I can feel it down my throat. Uh-huh. And I, not in a good way, Bab. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, Do you know what I mean? Yes, but I thought you said this was a family show. It is a family show. But, you know, it's like when you watch The Simpsons and they have those gags that the kids won't get. Well, if you gag, you gag. Baba, are we over halfway yet? <laughs> no, not really. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
drinks left. How many units have we had? Uh, don't know. I haven't counted. Okay. All right. What's next? So next is the wedding section. Wow. What does that mean? So basically, <laughs> something that for um, any for anyone that isn't from the UK. Okay. So I am from the UK. You are from the UK. I yes, am. I know. I I'm know. from York in North Yorkshire. Yeah. But I, I live in Warwickshire now. <laughs> yes, I know, and we say that every episode. Uh, okay, so people just, know. Sometimes you just have to reiterate things. No. Okay, so basically, in weddings, you have party favors. Mm-hmm. So people go out with like a. Book. It's not like a favor where somebody like does you a nice thing. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not like oh, I'm going to lend you some ladders so you treat. can take the Christmas decorations down. Exactly. So in Argentina, that doesn't exist. What? As a party favourite in, in Argentina, you just nick the centrepiece from the table. Ah, <laughs> love it. That's, that's your centrepiece. It's from the eight or ten people on the table, one is the one that is, is the one that screams first, oh, I'm getting that for me. I love that. And you get that. But here, you get like a goodie bag. And a lot of people... <laughs> a goodie bag? It's not a children's party. Well, it's kind of like it, isn't it? You don't get a goodie bag. There's something on your table when you sit down. Okay, when you sit down, there's something on your table... And it's very common in this country for it to be... It's not a goodie bag. <laughs> it's kind of like a goodie bag. It's, it's, not, it's like a little bag with like loads of like samples in and like a slice of cake. Oh <laughs> and, my god! And a mini chocolate. A mini chocolate. Oh. No, it's not. But you get something. And it's very common for it to be a small bottle of alcohol. Well, I'm going to right now take a photo of them so we can put them... Hard when we put out. Oh, it's so meta, Bob. You're taking a photo that we're putting out on social, but we're recording a podcast. It's amazing. It's the future. It's the future. (laughs) Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, can I just say, you're listening to a podcast right now. You are part of the future. You are the leading light that is going to take the human race forward. Congrats. Okay, so let's start with one of the weddings that I can see here is 2012. So this has been here for 10 years. Well, can I just say, this is two of our dearest friends. I know. Leanne and Emma. We love Leanne and Emma. We love them with all our hearts. They are the lifeblood of our friendship circle. Honestly, I could do a whole... I could just speak for hours and hours about how much I love this pair. They are solid. They are incredible mothers. They are incredible at their jobs. They are incredible friends. And I always said, when I went to their wedding, because obviously they got married before we met, and Leanne is Scottish. Leanne is from the Scotland. From the Scotland. So at her wedding, Mm -hmm. she had a little dram of whiskey. Yeah. And I've kept it, and it is their 10-year anniversary this year, so what more fitting would it be than for us to celebrate their 10 years of marriage than with us drinking their wedding whiskey? Oh, that's a beautiful sound. So, I'm going to have a... Am I, oh, am I just drinking from the bottle? No, no, no. Oh, no, no you're I'm pouring. Pour in, yeah. She's Don't pouring. I mean... She's pouring. She's a classy lady. She's pouring me the whiskey. That's fine. Let me pour so, a little bit for myself. This is their wedding. Oh, it was a lovely day. And I even wore a kilt at their wedding. Did you know that? Yes, you told me. Is it that, like, cultural appropriation, though? No, because I asked Leanne's father, who's 100%, 100 million percent Scottish. Oh, I love John. I love John. And when he does Burns Night, it's, oh, it's amazing. And I said to John, I said, look, 
I'd really like, you know, in tribute to you and your daughter, I'd really like to wear a kilt, but please say no if, if you don't think it's appropriate. And he said, yes, but I'd like you to wear the Black Watch Tartan. Now, he was a, a member of the regiment of the Black Watch when he served in the army. And I was so... I'm getting quite emotional thinking about it now. Like, I was so touched. It was just an amazing day. And I gave a little speech. Emma asked me to give a speech. And one of Emma's biggest musical influences in her life is that she loves Pink, you know, the artiste. And I read... I'm coming out, but you better get this party started as a reading at the wedding. <laughs> but I read it as a poem. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, the so, whole day was just amazing. So, maybe something like, let this party started on a Saturday night. Exactly. Everybody's waiting for me to arrive. Exactly. I mean, it was just, you know, it was, it was just such a wonderful day. So do you know what? I'm going to raise a glass now. This is to Emma and Leanne. We love you with all our hearts. We love you. Here's to the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Oh, that was beautiful. Wow. I love whiskey, but I normally have it a little bit not as a shot. That was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Right, so wedding number two? Uh, yeah, wedding <laughs> number two. But before that, I, I think I, I want to listen to Shirley Bassey's though. You know how Shirley Bassey Get did that version? Get the party yeah, I, on a Saturday night. I love that version. I'm coming out, so you better get the party started. You know what? That's actually, it sounds silly, but because Shirley Bassey wasn't a thing in Argentina. And what? Well, she wasn't. Remember, we had this conversation with Gay Bush. We've been here before. But this song by Shirley Bassey was actually the first song that I've heard from Shirley Bassey. I love it, Shirley Bassey. I actually dressed up, the first time I ever did drag, not that I'm a drag artiste as such, but, you know, I like to dabble. And the first time I ever did drag was I sang Goldfinger at a school production for charity. I'm going to ask Miss Ruby to do your makeup. <laughs> I don't think drag's for me. I don't think I have the patience to put myself into that makeup. I mean, I just put on, like, a little wig and a little dress and off I go, you know... I'm not as dedicated as Miss Ruby and, and all those other fantastic queens that we know. Anyway, shall we go to the next wedding? Yeah, literally. I love this. We're wedding crashing okay. in this episode. So the next wedding is from our good friends who got married this year. So this is a new one. This is not 10 years old. This is literally just a couple Well, I think of it was old. technically last year, but within the last 12 months. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being pedantic. That's really bad of me. I really apologise. I'm sorry. Ah, oh, don't be sorry. You're pedantic when you're sober as well. I'm not drunk. Yeah, right. Okay, so this is a good game for our listeners to play. Can you send us a message with the time in the podcast playing where you think that we're drunk? Well, you're drunk now. I mean, if, I can tell by your eyes if you, because if, your eyes are quite—they're quite small. Okay, but if you think we're drunk, I'd like minute thirteen forty-five seconds. Send us that time and say, I think you were drunk at this time. Oh, but how do we decide who's the winner? Is it a contest? I don't know. Don't know I just, don't know anymore. Just, I'm, just, I'm just here. I'm just here living my life. <laughs> I don't know, just messages. So this is, because it was a December wedding, oh, it was a lovely it was, wedding. Oh my gosh, that wedding was, it was stunning. Such a, it was such a nice wedding. And it was about 21st of December. Mm. And the room was decorated with Christmas trees. Oh, it was lovely. It was that dance floor with the two big Christmas trees oh, on the back. Oh, gosh. 
I mean, it, it kind of sounds like you're taking a piss, Bab, and I'm being serious here. I'm not taking a piss. It was one of, it was an incredible day. It was so stunning. It was, The place was decorated to perfection. It was really, really stunning. And we got a winterberry chin. Mmm, cheers, Bab. Okay, let's go for the winterberry chin. Can you taste berries? Oh, that's... Yeah! There's a blueberry in there, there's a raspberry in there, there's a... Wait, is winterberry a thing? Leganberry. Like, is winterberry a berry, or is it just like a mix of berries? I think it's just a mix, Bob. I was getting a lot of fragrances there. I don't know, is there an actual fruit called winterberry? I don't know. If you know, answers on a postcard. No, I mean, that's really nice, Jane, actually. Mm. We've done the two weddings, we have a third wedding, which is an older one. Okay. That I got before I met you. Oh, all right. And this one has a little bit of an Italian flavour to it. Oh. Because this one is a small bottle of limoncello liqueur. Oh. I do love limoncello. Did you know that I know how to make limoncello? No. Yeah. Where did you learn that skill? The internet. Oh. So, the thing is, my mum did uh, made limoncello once upon a time. To be fair, your mum is really good at those kind of, like, fruit-based produce. Sorry, can we just stop <laughs> the, what we're doing and talk about your mum's Kinotto jam? Oh, yeah. So, Kinotto is basically the Italian equivalent of Coca-Cola. I mean, they have Coca-Cola in Italy, obviously. They have a Coca-Cola around the world these days. But... In Italy, they have a similar drink that looks like Coke, but it's made from a herb, and it's called quinotto. It's not a herb, it's a fruit. It's a fruit. What's quinotto what's in English, Bab? Uh, well, it's the little orange, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's it's like a tiny orange. I don't, I don't know what it is in English. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. He's looking. He's Googling. He's, he's doing a little search online. I'll just fail while he's doing that. The problem is, I don't know why my phone is suddenly translated to Greek. Oh, dear. It's, all Greek. it's all Greek to me, Bob. It's all Greek to me. Oh, that could be a nice greasy thing we could have after the podcast. Oh, a nice Greek. Yeah. And he says, translate from Portuguese. He's not from Portuguese. Oh, from Portuguese? No. Are you all right, hon? Are you okay? Google Translate has changed. Mm, it's very different. It's very new. It's very modern. It's very le quoi. Okay, let's have another go. Kumquat? Is that an actual thing? Kumquat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kumquat. So quinotto is kumquat in English. I didn't know that. Basically, it's like basically like a mini orange. I just heard cum. <laughs> you just heard cum. <laughs> um, but your mum makes quinotto jam, doesn't she? Well, it's kind of like, it's not a cham cham because you have the fruit itself. It's like, but yeah, it's kind of like a pre-cham. <laughs> pre-cham? Yeah, it's like pre-cham. Okay. <laughs> in English, it's pre-cham. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. pre cum Yeah, pre uh, So it's, uh, you basically boil it in sugary water, which is the way that you start kind of making chum. Mm. But you don't get it to the point where it's so kind of like dissolved. You actually have the fruit. So you bite into the fruit. It's just all covered in like a sweet molasse. Mm. Molasse is a word in English, isn't it? I don't even know how we got onto this conversation. Because I told you that my mum made limoncello. Ah, yes, she did. So the problem is, I know how Shout to... Shout out to Graciela. Yeah. Problem is, is I know how to make limoncello, but in this country, you cannot buy alcohol. You well, cannot... I mean, evidently you can, because we've got bottles of it yeah, here but in you front can... of us now. But you cannot buy a bottle of ethanol. 
Mm. What well, we used to have it at school. In Argentina, you can buy it in the supermarket. Is it? Well, it's antiseptic. And also, fun fact, ethanol is used for... Um, you know, it's called vagina in, oh. uh, in Spanish. <laughs> I should coco. And, and basically, you know how in restaurants and all of these places... Where you, you go and eat. Where you go and eat, for example. Mm. All of the glassware, you wash it. And in this country, you just dry it with a, with a rag. To make sure that it's spotless, that it's absolutely spotless, in Argentina, with you, you, use, you rinse it with alcohol. Oh. And alcohol just takes all of the water, and of course it, it evaporates quickly, and you have perfectly clear glassware. I mean, I, when I was in Argentina, I did think, gosh, the glassware is so beautiful here. I know. It was one of the first things I commented when we landed, actually, wasn't it? We got to your mum's house, and I looked at her glassware, and I was like, Graciela... Your glassware is amazing. And um, when I used to work as a consultant in Argentina, my first, first, very first client was an alcohol distillery. And I love those girls. Those girls are friends, <laughs> are actually friends for life. Well, I mean, who doesn't want to be friends with girls who work for a distillery? Let's um, be honest. I love those girls and I love their parents. And they're such great people. I'm, I'm still in touch Why with them Why didn't I meet them when we went to Argentina? You did. We went. We, you met the eldest one of the sisters when we went on the second night to the yacht club. Oh, the oh! I loved being at the yacht club. I know. So the you know when we had that chicken dish. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. So the wife of the guy that was what? making the yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was my yeah, friend. Yeah. From the distillery. oh, they were lovely. They were such a lovely family. Yeah, I know. Well, to be fair, you only met one of them. Yeah, I know, but they were a lovely family. Oh yeah, yeah. They well, were I met her husband. Family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids. Yeah, and the kid. They had one. Oh yeah, boy. one kid. The other boy was from my other friend that was there that night. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm with you. I'm with you all the way. Exactly. Right. Anyway. Can I have some limoncello, please? Limoncello. I'm, I'm, quite limoncello. Par- I'm quite parched. It's all lovely really... having a trip down memory lane, but give me that limoncello. Yeah. I don't really think we need to explain what this is. I think most people have had limoncello. I love limoncello. And if I could buy ethanol in this well, country, you can't, I wouldn't make so, it. So, you know, get over it. Should be. Okay. okay. So, cheers, cheers Bab. Mm. Oh, I love limoncello. It's just like having a cough sweet, really, isn't it? Like, oh, I love it. I absolutely mm. love it. I could have it any time. After a meal, after especially after a heavy meal, chilled... Like, properly almost frozen limoncello. Oh, God, I love it. It's nice. It's nice. But now, the thing is, we had a winterberry chin, and that takes us to the gin-off. The gin-off? No, not the chin-off. The gin-off. The gin-off. No, not gin-off. You had to make, like, an announcement. You know when we went to see the ice hockey? Mm-hmm. Ryan Penny! Exactly. Now, say gin-off in that voice. Gin off! Exactly. Okay, we've got a few gins. And why are we doing a gin off? It's because we have five open bottles of gin. Five open bottles, five open bottles. Is that like the Christmas song? Gin, gin, gin. You know, like the one that counts down? Gin, 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 gin. The Christmas song that countdowns. Gin, 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 gin. Give me some gin. Give me some gin. Give me some gin. In gin. I feel you're going more poppy than me, and you're not doing the one that I asked you to. I'm not singing a Christmas song in March. Five bottles of gin. I'm not singing a Christmas song in March. Five bottles of gin. 
Oh, you mean five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, but with a bottle of gin. And a you... bottle of gin in a pear tree. You sounded really butch there. Oh, do you like it when I speak like this? I mean, let's take it to the bedroom later. I think this is quite ecclesiastical. Oh, that kind of ruined it. Sorry. Right, pour some gin, baby. Let's start with the engine. The engine oil gin. So this is an Italian gin from Piemont, and it uses juniper berries, lemon and sage among its botanicals. The palate is aromatic and bittersweet, and it pairs very well with light tonic and zesty lemon, but we are having it neat. Zesty lemon. And it's called Engine. So if you can imagine, it, it's in, basically, it comes in a ca- in, a, in an oil can. Yeah. That's the, only, the best way to describe it, isn't it? Well, so, yeah, it's an old team. That's kind of the whole point, don't we? All right, that pour away. Okay, so we have five chins. This is the first one. Engine oil. Gin one. Oh, it's not engine oil. It's just engine. Engine. Because it's got gin. En- the word engine has gin in the middle. Um, it's like there's no I in team, but there's gin in engine. I mean, <laughs> can I say that? I know this is... Uh, the moment where I'm a little bit tipsy, but this is, is the. But this are is, you a bit drunk and melancholy? No, but my point is, this is the first time since we've had this gin probably a year and a half where I realised that the whole point is that gin is the way is in mm. the word engine. I hadn't realised that before. Mm. How do you make gin? How do you make gin? Uh, pass. Okay, so shall we just drink gin? Well, I can Google it if you want. Let's see what let's see what anti Google says. <laughs> gin. Gin is a distilled alcoholic drink that derives its predominant flavour from juniper berries. Gin originated as a medicinal liquor made by monks and alchemists across Europe, particularly in southern Italy, Flanders, and the Netherlands, to provide aqua vita from distil distillates 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 of grapes and grains. There you are. Right. Cheers. Oh, uh, I mean oof. that is like engine oil in a drink. Isn't I it? know. Oof. Ooh. I think that's why we normally have it with a lot of tonic. That is powerful stuff. Oh, that's strong. Really strong. Okay. Next. Oof. Let's go from one extreme to the other. Let's go from engine to pop. Okay, yes. So, we've got this, uh, we've got a gin, Pink Marmalade Gin, by Sophie Ellis Baxter. How did you pronounce ma- marmalade? What did you say? Marmalade, isn't it? Like in French, like, Grillon Lady Marmalade. Whoa, yeah, well, you're whoa, in whoa, England whoa, now, Bob. You're in England now, Bob. It's marmalade. I'm going to say marmalade. I can say it in Spanish and say marmelada. Oh, treat yourself. So, this is Pink Marmalade Gin. And they are partnered with music sensation singer and songwriter Sophie Les Baxter to create a limited edition design based on their mutual love of disco and premium gin. <laughs> so this is, I mean, the interesting thing about pink marmalade gin is it changes colour when you add tonic to it. Yeah, I have to admit, when we did this with tonic, I didn't see the change of colour. So um, I think that's kind of a lie. I didn't see it. Well, you might want to have a little word with Sophia Spexter. Yeah, but at this point, we're going to have it neat. We are not going to see a change colour because we're going to have it without anything. Pour away. 
So if you're interested, the pink marmalade colour-changing gin combines 13 choice botanicals with the rather magical butterfly pea flower, and it results in a dry, zesty, unmistakably premium gin. Right, see what you can taste. Okay. Wait, smell it first. And I'm saying smell it because I need a moment before drinking it. It does taste quite flowery. Yeah, it's right. It there is definitely a theatrical flourish there, isn't there? Compared to the engine. Do I smell something like lavenderish? <laughs> I think there's a rose in there. There's definitely pepper. Yeah. I self- got the pepper, Bob. I got, got the, the pepper. pepper. Got the pepper. A lot of peppery drinks today. Mm. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, <laughs> oh that's nice. Compared with the engine, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Compared neat. to the engine, no, well, no, I wouldn't do it neat. Oh, God, I need a second. Oh. Do you want some crisps, baby? I need like a, a SpongeBob Bob. What, what's it? SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. I think I need him in my stomach to absorb all of this alcohol. Well, eating's cheating. Eating's cheating? What the, what the hell? To be fair, we haven't had a drop of water. We haven't had anything. This is purely shot after shot after shot. Shot after 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 shot. Would everyone stop getting shot? So, which one are we having? We have three gins left. We've got three gins left. Right, well, let's go for the Marks and Spencer's London Distilled Gin. I don't know. I don't have faith in this gin, Bob, I have to admit. It kind of seems like it's going to be one of those gins that is, it sounds like distilled alcohol. So, fact fans, if you're interested, historically the term London Dry Gin has been a quality control designation and not a flavour designation. Though some efforts have been made to add clarity to the defining of the flavour of gin, they continue to remain subjective and are largely unenforceable. Strong. That's how I describe the flavour of gin. I'm smelling. It doesn't smell like anything, really, does it? No. It feels like, you know when you go to a nice hotel and you smell the bathroom? (laughs) <laughs> it's in the bath- hotel bathroom that's how we're destroyed in the London they still dry gin handcrafted in London wow I'm not sure if it was handcrafted in London it's Marks and Spencers it's like I mean they're a good supermarket but I'm not sure right okay. but isn't it false advertising if they say it's handcrafted and it's not handcrafted well I don't know what does that mean though does it mean that somebody put the finger in right at the end <laughs> Do you think that someone literally just dipped their pink it in the pink yeah. finger? I'm not even chasing it. I'm just I'm no, just no, down. No, 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 no. Oh, you, okay, we'll go to chair. Which is it? It burns. It burns. It burns. <laughs> oh, oh Bob, no. are you okay? No, I'm not okay. We've only got two more to go, don't worry. I know, but we haven't drunk any water or anything oh, in stop. between this drink. Be such a wuss. I kind of feel like I need something to absorb all of this alcohol. Right, we're going to Norway now. Okay, are we going to Norway? So it's a London going... dry gin, but it's produced in Norway it's called... by Vida. Vida. Vida Tor gin. I like the word Tor. Tor. Doesn't that mean like mountain or hill or something it means something Norwegian anyway it's produced by Norwegian Distillery. so it says that it's mountain foraged Oslo distilled mm. 
It's produced using foraged local botanicals from the mountains near Oslo. Tor is a fresh herbal gin with notes of chamomile, bilberry and healthier on the nose before a clean zesty palate. This would make a fantastic Nordic martini. And it has a story as well. Oh, on the back of the bottle. Tell me, I love a story. Okay, shall we read? Shall we read from the back of the bottle? We are Norwegians. I mean, no, we're not. You're British and I'm Argentinian. But okay. We are Norwegians. We walk over mountains and hills, well through done. forests, well around done. fjords to our cabins. I kind of feel like I need, you know, that um, car commercial music. You know, that like very rough, we're in the forest. <laughs> No, a little bit more ominous, like chum 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 chum, but still car commercial. <laughs> I don't think you're getting my vibe. Okay, but okay. When we walk, we think mostly about the things we will do when we are done walking, <laughs> like eating and drinking. I mean, it's suddenly this is a really shit story. It sounded less ominous there. To yeah. Be fair. Okay. So it was on our last trek through the mountains. Surrounded by the Norway's majestic beauty, we saw herbs, spiciest, no, spices. <laughs> spiciest? <laughs> spices? We saw herbs. We saw the Spice Girls. <laughs> if you want to be my lover, you, you got to get, get with, with my, my gin. <laughs> Didn't the Spice Girls have a gin? No, they had a deodorant. Oh, they should have had a gin, though. <laughs> Probably would have done better than the deodorant. Okay. Hey, don't knock the impulse. Okay. We saw herbs, spices, berries, and lots of ice. Well, obviously, they're in Norway. Yeah. It's pretty, there's a lot of ice in Norway. Thirsty friends on a mountain Oh, walk. hello, here we go. Thirsty friends. Chatting about gin. Oh, I bet they were. I know. Not Carrying ice from a frozen lake. Mm. Mixing drinks at the coven. Oh, yeah. This is how it all starts. Yeah, I know. This was the inspiration for Bida. I know. I thought, I, I was that was that, a shit story. I, I thought at least... It was... it's, it's not finished yet. Oh, I just sorry. thought that this was the inspiration for porn. No, oh, okay. But this was the inspiration for Bida. Our interpretation of a traditional London dry gin infused with natural botanicals from Norway's wilderness. In 1927, the statewide monopoly acquired Norway's last operational... Oh, that's not part of the story. That's just a national, independent, local distilling tradition. That's like a, well, a, a I, disclaimer. I, I think people are just bored now. They just want to. They just want to know what it tastes like. <laughs> they just want to know how pissed we are. We're not right pissed. Now. I'm not drunk. I am sober as a judge. Thank you very much. <laughs> Which judge? Judge Judy or Judge Rinder? Oh, God, I put really a lot of my glass. Oh, that smells nice. I got the botanics. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mm, do smell the botanics. It does smell quite Norwegian. I mean, having never been to Norway, I imagine this is what Norway smells like. <laughs> I mean, we've been to Sweden and Finland, so it's kind of a similar ballpark. Well, we're meant to go to Norway this year. Well, oh, fingers crossed. See what, we'll happens with, bit... see what happens with Miss Rona. We'll have a little bit of chin there. No, we won't, because it'll be so expensive. I know, that is true. We'll be drinking water from the tap. Okay, three, two, one. Three, two, one. Mm. No, I like that one. That was the best so far for me. I got a bit of a waterfall vibe. I know. It like, was... it's coming at me in waves. And to be fair, it wasn't as strong and punchy as the other ones no. that we had so far. But you definitely can taste those botanicals. Yeah, there's definitely a spiciness, but it's not pepper, but it's still spicy. 
you know what? This one so far is the best. He's oh. the nicest one. Norway, you are currently with Ben has gold medal. But now we're going to the Orient. We're going to the far, far, far east. We're going to Japan. Now, this one has a nice story, doesn't it? Because we bought this one in a co-op <laughs> of all places. A nice story. Yeah, basically like a <laughs> convenience store. Yeah, he studied, in a, he studied in a rough areas co-op in Brighton. Mm-hmm. But we bought it because we went to this place that offered like a... It was like a, an immersive theatre experience, wasn't it? Yeah, it was called... Um, Alcatraz. 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 Alcatraz, yeah. And basically, it was where you went to be thrown in prison, and you had to... We had to basically, like, bribe the prison guards, and then they made it cocktails with the alcohol that we snuck in. You came in, you went sort of, like, through your body search... And you get this bottle of alcohol, and they find a way for you to hide it. And for us, because it was a big bottle, it basically was like a cushion. And we were meant to say that we had hemorrhoids, and it was a hemorrhoids cushion. But we put our booze we inside. We put booze there. And the thing is, a bring your own booze. BYOB. And basically, they um, get you into the orange like prison-like jumpsuits. Um, jumpsuits and they throw you into a cell and they get the drinks back into the kitchen and basically the whole night you get drinks made with the alcohol that you brought in. Yeah. So whatever you bring oh, in. Oh, it's brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. great. I loved Alcatraz. And in the meantime, they make like a little bit of a play and they make like... oh, oh um, Remember, we were taken to the... <laughs> We were taken to isolation because they found between our, uh, among our um, things, they found smuggled porn magazines. Yeah, but it was straight porn. It was like literally Playboy magazines, which of course, from, from us both, it was like literally non-believable. See ya. But let me tell you, oh my God, the guard was so hot, wasn't he? The blonde guy. Ah, uh, yeah. He yeah. was so hot. Yeah, he was really hot. And he took us into this isolation room, and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, punish me. That sounded really awful, didn't it? <laughs> Spunk me, officer. Anyway, and the idea is that as part of it, as part of the show, they kind of tell you, okay, yes, now you brought this alcohol, we brought it we're in it with you. But you have to scream like we're really punishing you. So the rest of the prison thinks that we're punishing you. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole play that goes around it. A whole play. And it's really, really good. We really loved it. And in the meantime, they keep serving you drinks with this alcohol that you brought. And we bought Roku Jean. I know. And it was really funny because, like, even though there were all actors around this situation, when we turned up with this, like, Roku botanical Japanese gin. She was like, mm. <laughs> oh, she was Ronda. Remember, she was called yeah. Ronda, and she was like, she was like, oh, you guys, you're not messing around. Like everyone else was coming with like what they bought in Aldi, and you know, right. like Lidl. And I mean, we bought it in the co-op. It's not like yeah, but it was it wasn't cheap, Bab. No, it wasn't but we cheap. were on holiday, so we were like, fuck it, we're going to splash out. So, so, what can you tell us about Roku gin? Well, Roku is a Japanese gin. Okay. And it translates as the number six. 
Oh, is rope gonna then work for number six? Because you will find six botanicals. Wait, how do you say one to five in... Can we count to six in Japanese no. if we learn... Okay, so we can only <laughs> say the word six. Roku. No, but... <laughs> Konnichiwa, sayonara, <laughs> see ya. Um, so, it's a very traditional Japanese gin from Japan. Mm-hmm. In the country <laughs> of Japan. Japanese gin from Japan yeah. in the country of Japan. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful gin. It's a beautiful gin. I mean, it's a beautiful gin in all of the drinks that we had. What is it like when it's just on its own, neat? I don't know. Let's try it. Okay, let's go for it. Oh, <coughs> oh that's lovely. Oh, oh. Can you get the cherry blossom? Uh, I can get alcohol. Can you get the harmonious flavour? I can get alcohol. I mean, it's not bad, but definitely the Norwegian one wins the golden prize for um, me. It's like, again, this one, I definitely would need to have a lot of tonic with it. It's like, oh. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, you know that Scandinavia is where my heart is because I am a Viking. Well, you're, you're not a Viking. I am. I did the whole family tracing thing, and we okay. came over as Vikings. We were Godvine, and then we landed in Lincolnshire, and then we emigrated to Yorkshire, and that's how I became Goodwin. I, Why the, did you say Lincolnshire? Is that like an, the olden word for it? I'm just, I'm just like making a point. Like I am literally Viking by heart. Like right, I you, feel, you're uh, a Viking descendant. I feel at home. When I'm in Scandinavia, I'm like, guys, I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm here for it. You know what? I feel at home when I'm with you, but That's really sweet. I know. It really killed the mood, though. Don't I don't it? know. I don't know. I'm getting quite emotional when you say things like that. I know. Because I know how, I know what to say, don't I? You do know what to say. I know. So, we're coming to the end of the episode now. I need to go and have a lay down. I need to probably, don't know... Have a little bit of a greasy food. And I think that's all we need to say on the matter. So everyone, we still haven't rested. We still haven't had a drop of water. No water. No water. Can I just say, can I just say one thing? Okay. Can I just say one thing? One thing. You wanted to have a glass of water and I wouldn't let you. Yeah, I know. I want you to have a glass of water. Because I I was like, I was like, Agua is cheating. (laughs) Why is it cheating? Eating's cheating. Eating's cheating. It's cheating. It's all cheating. It's all cheating. And, And we don't cheat. But the thing is, is... Are you feeling a bit sick? No, I'm not feeling a bit sick. Are you okay? No, I'm just thinking what to say next. Oh, okay. Are you all right, though? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm worried about you. Are you okay? <laughs> you, I'm worried about you. I'm fine. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just living. <laughs> I'm just like... I, I mean, the thing is, we've been recording this for quite some time now, and I've just been sat down, so I'm more worried about standing up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so... This is the part where we end the episode. So this is the oh part... Oh no, do we have to say goodbye? Not yet, in a second. First of all, we need to ask our listeners, a very faithful audience. I love our listeners so much. Are you having an I love you drunk Can moment? I just say, our listeners are incredible. I absolutely love them. And we wouldn't carry on doing this if it wasn't for our listeners. 
And you guys who tune in week after week and send us messages and send us pictures and send us like funnies and all the memes and all that kind of stuff. Thank you so much. Because when we first, can I just say, like, I was just, cards on the table here. (laughs) Okay. When we first started doing this podcast, we were like, we want to do something fun together in lockdown. We were like, well, let's do a podcast. Every fucking gay couple in the world was doing a podcast because they had nothing else to do. And we were like, we're going to do six episodes and see what happens. And it was you guys who listened in, who messaged in, who encouraged us to do even more. And we were like, fuck it, we're going to carry on. So this is for you. This 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 podcast is for you. We are doing it because we enjoy it and we love each other and we want to be, you know, we enjoy recording this podcast. But ultimately, we wouldn't still be doing this if it wasn't for you. And thank you so much for listening in. We love you. And that was Ben's I love you drunk moment. I'm not drunk. Yes, you are. I'm not. Okay, you know. I'm anyway, not. dear listeners. Dear listener. If you had some of the drinks that we've had, what do you think about them? And please tell us, at what point, what minute and second, did you realise that we are actually really drunk? We're not drunk. Let our listeners decide that. Okay. So let us get in touch, message us and tell us, and tell us, oh, I think you were really drunk at this point, at minute 14, second 30, 30 second. You can tell us that by messaging us on Twitter at BearbackPod. We are on the, where are we? We're on, on Insta- Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. We're on Instagram at Bearback Podcast. You can search us on <laughs> Facebook. You just need to search Bearback. And what was the other thing? Oh, email us. You can email us barebackpodcast at gmail. That's gmail.com. So I hope you have enjoyed our drunk episode of Bareback Podcast. And we'll see you next week, same time. What? Isn't that what you say? Same time, same place. So I say same time. I I said it might be, but I'm going for a lie down. Okay, go for a lie down after you've said, we'll see you next week. On the podcast. Yeah, same time. On the podcast. Same place. On the podcast. Okay, that's as good as we're going to get. Bye. Are we going now? Yeah, we're going. Oh, okay, bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.